Welcome to episode 269. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I am continuing to talk on the spiritual audacity to just believe the Word of God. I know I just opened up a whole big old can of worms, but I started reading again John 14, 12, and it just kind of got all over me for the second time. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also because I go to my Father. And that is an incredible scripture. And then when we add that to Mark eleven twenty two through 24, where Jesus was answering his disciples about the where he cursed the fig tree, and he said, have faith in God, because if you say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast in the sea and do not doubt in your heart, but believe what you say, you shall have whatever it is you say. And again, I have got to go to that scripture. I've got it memorized in my mind, but maybe not verbatim. And I want to make sure that you have it verbatim. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And I want to go one more time to Luke. And I just want to remind you of this. It's the unjust judge and the persistent widow. But Jesus, what he said at the end of this parable is what stopped me. I want to go to Luke 18 and it's 7 and 8. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? And I want to stop right there because that is, to me, sums up what I'm trying to say right now to you. If you're listening to this, if you're watching me on YouTube's, I want to say, will God find faith? If he came back today, will he find you exercising your faith? And again, soapbox moment, you have got to be in the word of God for you to get any kind of faith because in Romans 10, I think it's 10, 17, where Paul says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The only way to get godly faith or to get life-changing, supernatural faith is by the Word of God. You have got to hear the Word of God. You've got to put it into your the ears in your heart. Not necessarily these ears, but the ears. You've got to say it, and you've got to start believing it. Because faith, the definition of faith, you've got to mix faith with hope. And we also have to know what we're hoping for and what we're having faith for. So again, we got to be in the Word of God to know what that is. And we're going to call that the grace of God. We are going to say that the grace of God, and I've heard the definition of unmerited favor, and I'm not against that definition, but you know, I've got to picture everything in my mind. So I have got 
this treasure trove of God's grace. It's a room, it's a room called grace, it's the throne of grace. Hebrews, I think it says to come boldly into the throne of grace. And you have got to have faith that you can walk into this throne of grace. And there's all of the stuff laid out. When Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. He put a stamp to it, an exclamation mark, and it was done. All of God's grace was poured out on that day. And Jesus lived that perfect life for you and I. But the grace of God, what we are after right now, and that is all of these miracles, everything that you see Jesus doing, Jesus was setting that up for you and I. And I think that's what the church is lacking in. And that's why I want to say the spiritual audacity that I'm talking about, we have got to believe the Word of God. And the Word of God is under such an attack. That's what Satan, he's a punk. That's what he does all the time is he just attacks God's Word. To counter that, you've got to know the truth. And Jesus said in 832, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And then one scripture before that in 831, Jesus was saying his disciples will abide in his word. If you're going to be a disciple of Jesus, you have got to be in the word of God. There's just no other way around it. You have got to be in the word of God. The word of God is an incorruptible seed. We've talked about this multiple times, but you have got to plant this word in your heart. And when you plant this word of God in you, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So faith starts growing. You get this seed in you, you plant it in you, and then that seed starts getting roots into your heart. And it starts reaching into that spirit realm. And I don't know exactly how all that works, but I see faith as a bridge. And we've talked about this before. I've got these bookends that are bridges, and they're just suspension bridges. And that's kind of how I see faith. This suspension bridge, you've probably seen that picture. I'll try to find it, maybe post it. But it's a suspension bridge into like a cloud bank to where you really can't see the other end of that bridge. And that's kind of how I've got faith is when we're walking over this bridge. Because now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I think that's in Hebrews. Now faith is a substance. It's actually made of something. And that's why I've got it as a bridge. And I think faith is made of the things that you've hoped for. Now, when you start hoping and hoping again, we're going to get a little woo-woo on you. Hope is your imagination. You start using your imagination and you start imagining yourself with these promises of God, that you start hoping for them, and you start believing for them, and you start just churning it up and meditating on it. And that is where John 14, 12, if you don't believe the Word of God, you're never going to try anything. We're always going to be taking layups. And again, I want to use this sports analogy, the basketball analogy. You are going to win the game making layups. The day-to-day Christian walk, you're never going to get an argument out of me by talking about praying and reading the Bible and fasting and fellowshipping with other believers and worshiping God and serving others. That's what's going to win the game in Christianity. But what gets the crowd going and what energizes the crowd is those half-court shots and those three-point, those long three-point shots. People start getting excited People start screaming and hollering. I understand dunking is pretty cool, too, if you're, we're talking basketball. But I just want to talk about taking chances and looking into the Word of God 
and start getting this spiritual audacity to where you start believing it because you have got to believe that the word of God is true. You also have to believe that the word of God is Jesus. So there's a lot going on with this word of God in this Bible. And I just want to encourage you to just get into this and start looking at how you can start taking these big shots and start getting after this giant. And I want to go to that real quick. And that is Goliath. I told you in the last episode that we were going to talk about Goliath. But before David faced Goliath, I want you to understand that he was anointed king. Just because you are anointed and just because you have got the Holy Spirit in you and on you doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be king. I mean, now Jesus is the king of kings and the Lord of lords, but you have to take action. And David, he was out shepherding his father's flock. He wasn't even invited to the anointing of the king when Samuel came in, in 1 Samuel 16, 6. So it was when he came that he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And I'm going to stop there. We're going to talk about... David, in the next episode, I started looking up, and I, my time is getting away from me again. But I want you to notice, before David hit Goliath with one of those five smooth stones, and we're going to see that in the next episode, before David slung the rock and hit Goliath, David was anointed. And David was anointed as king. And I just want to tell you, this was the Old Testament. And we're probably going to get into that also in the next episode and maybe a couple down. We have a new covenant. And we have, that's why we have the New Testament. And so when you start seeing David slaying Goliath with one rock, just imagine what you and I can do with the promises, the New Testament and the New Covenant promises that we have. And I think Satan knows exactly the power that we have. And I think Satan is terrified that you and I will actually put these, this power to work. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. I want over the weekend, I want you to pray about this. I want you to just start thinking about, God, what can I do? Jesus, you did all these works that you did. I'm looking at all these works. What work can I do that you did also? So greater works. We're not even going to talk about what is greater than the works that Jesus did. But all the works that Jesus did, Jesus said to his disciples, and if you're in his word, you are his disciple that all these works I can do, you can do. So we're going to stop there. I'm going to pray real quick. God, I thank you so much for this listener. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you would just continue to lead and guide and direct us. Lord, help us take that next step. You said that you would be a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. Lord, light the way and lamp our feet so we do not stumble. God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.